what's the deal? What's the deal with those with those referees always throwing flags? Crazy. It's like it's like, hey hey ref, you ever you you even know what that flag is for? You know what I mean? Hey ref, hey ref, I thought this was I thought this was football, not flag football. Why don't you stop throwing oh, them flags? Oh, am I right? Hey, get on out there and 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 tackle someone. I thought this was tackle football, not flag. Get rid of that flag. Hey, uh, what? Well, oh, hey, referee, is the um, hey, ref, is this? Is God? I can't remember the name of the movie. What's the movie with the animal? Madagascar. Damn it. Oh, hey, ref, is this, is this Madagascar? Because you look like a zebra. What are you? What are you, Chris Rock's animated character in Madagascar? Because you look like a zebra. Hey, a Chris Tucker. Hey. Hey, hey, ref! Dave, David Schwimmer called. He he wants his zebra back. Hey, <laughs> hey, ref! Hey, ref! Wanda Sykes on the line. Uh, didn't know hippos were here. Wait a second. The hippo is not Wanda Sykes, is it? It's not. Why do you say that? What? Why do you say that so confidently? Because I just don't remember it being Wanda Sykes. Let me see. I'll Google it. I'm looking at at it first to prove you wrong. Jada Pinkett Smith is Gloria. Is that Gloria the hippo? Oh, you're I so Wanda racist, Sykes was the hippo. Oh, dude, what Jada Pinkett Smith sounds nothing like the hippo. So clearly, I'm just misremembering the character. Wanda <laughs> right. Sykes plays a hippo-like character in some animated film. <laughs> Guarantee that. Go to Wanda Sykes' IMDb page. It is Chris Rock, by the way. Okay, Chris Rock. Yeah, Wanda Sykes has played an animal in an animated movie. Guaranteed. I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Chris Rock, David Schwimmer, and Ben Stiller called. They want their their zebra outfit back. <laughs> ben Stiller's a zebra in that movie, or who is he? No, he's the lion. He's the lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Wanda Sykes is the zebra. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew I was remembering that. I, yeah, okay. because Chris Rock plays the um, um, those that little the king of the little guys. Oh yeah, Wanda Sykes is an ice age. Duh. Okay. So she's she also in over, she's also in over the head. Oh, this the, when she's the female is she the female? I think no. she might be the the uh, in the second the one female the female woolly mammoth. mammoth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is basically a hippo. Which, honestly, it's very similar oh, to a, a hippo. woolly mammoth. Is the name a, name an animal closer to a hippo than a woolly, woolly mammoth? Well, they actually. It's, it's funny you mentioned that. I don't know if you... This is a true fact. Um, Willie Mammoth during... Willie Mammoth during the Ice Age were called hippos. That is... And then it, all, it was... It was after the wild fact. Wild that you know that. It was wild. It was after the fact. Um, you know, once they found the remains, that they was changed to the Woolly Mammoth... Um, because they thought that hippos were woolly mammoths, um, but then they you know, really? sci- science figured out that they were different species. Um, oh, she's also in the third ice age. <laughs> okay, I that's uh, that makes sense. Justin, make that the intro. <laughs> everybody welcome in to the let's talk fantasy football podcast as always tj let here with jr let jr i've been itching to start this podcast with you it is late on a wednesday it's been a very busy week for jr so far busy week for both of us honestly i have been absolutely swamped with work um jr how are you doing i'm doing great tj it has been a busy week i had to fly to dallas for work you guys know we take this podcast very seriously. Uh, I I got to admit it, Tommy. Um, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I got catfished. I got an email from jerryjones65 at gmail.com, and he was offering to give me a live interview for the podcast, and I jumped on the opportunity. Tommy, Tommy couldn't make the trip because, you know, he had to be back at base camp looking over our team of writers. Please check out uh, letstalkfantasyfootball.com for all the articles we put up weekly uh, weekly rankings, you know, um, you can subscribe to our Patreon if you want to be, uh, if you want to get our second podcast episode that we record with more in-depth analysis. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think Tommy, I think I, I messed up. I showed up to the Cowboys stadium and they didn't let me in. I don't know how else to put it. I'll leave it there. Um, but uh, Jerry Jones was not, 
there and it turns out he actually never reached out to me um, under i showed i showed the email to the gate attendant and they verified that that was not his email so you got an email from jerry jones 65 at what was that gmail.com or yeah at dallascowboys.com gmail.com <laughs> and you thought it was the jerry jones he sent me a picture uh, oh was it a, oh well then because are you sure I, you the know, gatekeeper was just not misinformed well, it was a picture. I mean, uh, it was the first picture that comes up when you Google his name. But I, he said it was actually him who took it, and then you know got spread around. But I don't know, dude. That's uh, that's really frustrating. I'm sorry you wasted your trip out there, dude. It seemed like yeah. a surefire thing. Well, anyways, I'm back home. I'm exhausted from the travels. But yes, late night episode. Let's talk late night edition fantasy football. Tommy, congrats. You're on to the semifinals. You took me down, man. The brother-a-brother matchup, the co-host versus co-host. Yeah. Really one for the ages. And I fought valiantly. And I, But I, I just lost to the better team. And there's no question about that. So I wish you the best of luck in the semifinals. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with our matchup? Do you want to start somewhere else? It was an exciting week, but boy, two weeks left. It's uh, it's that time. And then there were four, Jack. And then there were four. Let's. I want to kick off this episode with Louis' matchup with Dad, with Lou, Lieutenant Lou Lettenmeyer, the son of a gun. Um, Jack, what a season! Louie had dad takes down Louie 12,466 to Louie's 11,842. Louie scored more than 12,466, 12 out of the 13 regular season weeks. Um, you really can't make it up. I don't know if Louie has been cursed. I don't know if somebody somewhere has like a voodoo doll of Louie's fantasy season that represents Louis fantasy season and they do something to that voodoo doll every time week 14 hits um i don't really have an explanation for it i mean you just can't like you can't make this stuff up and i know it's frustrating for louis i can't imagine how frustrated louis is hopefully he's looking at it um it's some sort of putting some sort of positive spin on it obviously it's just fantasy but how frustrating to have far and away the best fantasy team all year that almost never underproduces and all of a sudden yeah. they underproduce in the first week of the playoffs. It's brutal. I mean, TJ, it's, I know this is a football podcast, but it's reminiscent of, of that Warriors team that, that goes 73 and nine in the regular season. Stop. And just, it's, it's and that's just, such a bad analogy. <laughs> you just, you're just trying to make me mad. That's a really bad analogy. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to make you mad. No, I mean, <laughs> It's the worst. All season long, we all knew it. There's not a question. If you ask all 12 players in our league, obviously Louis included, but everyone agreed Louis had the best team this year. And to lose in the first round of the playoffs, it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth for all parties involved. Dad is the eighth seed. I don't even think, you know, you want to win that matchup. I mean, of course he does, but it, it's just, it's hard to see. And yeah, it happens to Louis a lot. I'll throw it out there, you know, just to get you riled up. Maybe Louis focused too much on the regular season. You know, maybe he, maybe he chases after that 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 big record, that number one seed. You know, oh, the glamour. You know, he likes the spotlight a bit. He's that golden child, but he's I've, not looking enough at the playoff matchups. I mean, that there must be some sort of an explanation. I've been waiting to pull out this comparison. I think Louis is the Peyton Manning of fantasy football. Um, just an absolute lights out MVP. Nobody can stop him. And then he gets to the playoffs and things sort of fall apart. Uh, that was, that's classic Peyton Manning right there. That dude was a machine and could never win a Super Bowl, uh, in his prime, unless he played the lowly, lowly, lowly Chicago bears. We are way off topic here. Jack, here's what I will say about Louie before we break down the matchup is that Louie Still, I think, can compete for a diamond season, right? Diamond level, there's diamond, there's platinum, gold, silver. I think if Louis scores well these next two matchups, because these matchups still count for his standings, 
he can he just dropped just below diamond status. If he can get back above that, a diamond season is so much more impressive than any championship could ever be. I mean, that is way more telling of how good someone's season is. So Louis still got that to fight for, and I think he should. Uh, I think he should be hoping to really crush it these last two weeks. Even though it would be frustrating to crush it the last two weeks because that would mean he would have won the championship had he just gotten through this first week. But again. You get that diamond, dude. That's that, to me. That's way more important than any. Like, you were literally competing for a championship. Like that, anybody can compete for a championship. Not everybody can get diamond status. Um, yeah. I. I mean, it's. It's definitely. I mean, it's it's a little absurd to say that diamond status is more important than a championship. I mean, it's all about the rings, baby. Ask Jordan. Ask LeBron. You know. Jordan's the goat. Um, Louis sort of like LeBron; he just keeps losing. But wow. no, I, I, I think I don't know. We we need I mean, to. It does. You go. I was just gonna say we should move on because we're we're taking too long here. But I just it yeah. is no. You hate to you hate to see it at the end of discussion. I'm just you know, you know, trying to create some controversy. It sucks. But I'm it, it's it's I'm barely excited. Not barely excited to be moving on, but I can't tell you how much of me wanted to be facing Louie in the championship. Um, and that uh, it saddens me greatly. So Louie needed a lot to happen for him. What's to not... better? Sorry, we'll move on. But what's, <laughs> what's better? His team doing bad. So it's sort of like, well, it wouldn't have mattered if I beat dad. Like I, it was, I was just cursed, you know, overall or his team doing really well. So like he would have won if he didn't lose to dad. I don't know. You'd have to ask him personally for me, especially, like I said, I would, I would love if I was him, I would love to crush it the last two weeks. Um, yeah. Vindication a yeah. little bit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jack Louie needed to have his second to worst week of the year to lose this matchup. And he has Mark Andrews goes down with an injury, only puts up one ninety. You got to think he would have gotten at least a little bit more if he had played that whole game. Hey, Josh Jacobs. Oh, yeah, we'll get – first of all, you guys screwed each other because Cortland Sutton had a terrible week as well. So um, a meaningless trade in the end. Uh, Josh Jacobs, for the first time all year, played in every single one of the 13 regular season games he misses. And what's even more funny – actually, when I say funny, I mean absolutely awful – is that he's probably going to play in Week 15, which doesn't make any sense. Um, Tyler Lockett has been – very sneakily terrible these last four weeks. Um, Louis played him. He only got 630. Lamar Jackson with 2080. Good week. Great week. Not a great week for him. Uh, one of his worst weeks of the year, which is, <laughs> this is an absurd statement. Uh, he tried to play Golden Tate. Another bad thing that was went against Louis was Daniel Jones not playing. With Eli there at the quarterback position, there's no really really good way to know who's going to get the better targets, who's going to get more targets. Um, and it was Golden Tate who had been absolutely solid, almost a thousand points every single week. The last six weeks only puts up 172. And he had Darius Slayton sitting on his bench with 2990. Obviously he had played Slayton. He would have won. It was a tough call. He had to play Bilal Powell instead of Josh Jacobs. Only got 980. Bilal Powell also went out with injury. Uh, John Brown at his worst game of the year with 410. I mean, it's a tough matchup, but I don't know. Are you going to sit John Brown? Maybe, but it's not like the options are that much better. You uh, Well, yeah, you might. I don't know. I mean, clearly he should he, have. He started off so hot. He did. Um, Pittsburgh with a great week. They almost did it for Louis putting up 2,500. That was huge in that afternoon game. He wanted more from Dalvin Cook with only 1,450. I mean, bottom line is, this is this is it's just crazy. Louis' team is <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense that they would put up this week. Um, so it really sucks. I mean, a good win for Dad. He put up a respectable week. Dad did twenty four sixty six or twelve sorry twelve thousand four hundred sixty six. Um, pivoted and played Brady instead of Prescott. We were wondering about that if he would do that. Um, it was ended up being a bad pivot. Brady only put up eleven. 76. Gallup got a bunch of garbage points. Thirteen ninety for Gallup. Robert Woods has been a revelation these last few weeks. Twenty two twenty, and just we were talking about Robert Woods being a complete bust at, at as a, as a draft pick, but 
I mean, everything's forgiven if you get a, a great week in the uh, in the playoffs. So that's completely a, a different storyline now. I mean, he, he could be great these next two weeks for Dad. Um, just really solid all around from Dad's team. Anything you see that sticks out? Just what a time. I mean, I know we've been talking about Louie a lot, and, and Dad obviously didn't have the best regular season, but what a time for his team to show up. Just... I mean, very exciting for him. Congratulations. And yeah, while Louis's team didn't show up, I know you're think you're sitting there thinking, oh, me and Louis have scored 15,000 all season. But 12-5 is a respectable week. That puts your team in a, in, the, in a situation where they have a chance to win. That's all you can do. You know what I mean? And he really, Robert Woods was the key here. Yeah. I mean, you said that, but that was just... Uh, I mean, Minnesota's defense was huge, but but Louis got a big performance from Pittsburgh, so that sort of negates. No, you're um, ab- you're absolutely right. Robert Woods versus Tyler Lockett, they played in the same game, so yeah, that's when, it. That was that's it. it. Louis had a that's really good it. shot to win. Robert Woods did what he did. Yeah. Lockett did what he did, and then Louis no yeah. longer had a good chance to win. Yeah, um, you just you can't. You look at Louis' wide receivers, and you can't have that in the playoffs. Nope, nope. They barely combined for a thousand between the three of them. And it's brutal because Louis, Louis, you know, who I don't trust him as far as, far as I can throw him, but I'm sure you do because you're, you know, uh, hypnotized by him. But he claims to have considered playing Darius Slayton, which would have won him the matchup. Yeah, I, I know he considered it. Jake, he also almost played A.J. Brown, who went out for 3,000 points this week. He ended up dropping him for Jacob Hollister. But, yeah, I know Louis has some regrets, um, but it's all... You know, it's all retrospect. Like, yeah, obviously he should have played A.J. Brown or Darius Slayton, but there's no real way you could have known that. They both have down weeks, so there was nothing. Onward and upward for Dad's team. Yeah, good stuff from Dad. He makes it to the semifinals. He's, it's, it's, I'm a little worried that uh, this year, it's, you know, there's always a team that, that rallies late and, and gets their groove at the right time. Dad might be doing that. Um, all right, moving on to the next matchup. Jack, let's go ahead and and talk about ours. Might as well. Um, I took you down. You 13, bested me. 13,920 to 12,014. It was much closer than this. Um, it was. I made the mistake of not playing Jameis Winston. Didn't like his matchup. Thought uh, Carson Wentz would have a higher floor and or a safe floor and a, and a higher ceiling. He did not have a higher ceiling. Um, what Jameis Winston did was absurd. 3,700. Uh, rushing touchdown to uh, four passing touchdowns uh, it was ridiculous um but Jake, i was only up 100 points at halftime in that monday night game and i was so nervous because carson wentz looked so bad uh but alas the giants did nothing in the second half and the eagles scored three times so i ended up taking the victory easily jack one thing i want to point out yeah i mean you if you obviously we would we wouldn't have been, there's no way we'd have been facing each other if you had drafted Christian McCaffrey because standings would be so different. But if you isolate this matchup and you just switch Saquon for Christian McCaffrey, you would have beat me. Um, yeah, I mean, thanks for pointing that out. You're very welcome. Yeah, I mean, as if oh really? I hadn't noticed that. Uh, it's been I mean I can't sleep at night, Tommy, all year, all season, restless. Um. But enough about that, because you can point at that all you want, and that's a cute little charade. But the sad truth is you won this matchup with your kicker and defense. Yeah. And it's a little frustrating, because my team put a really good product on the field. I really like, really thrilled with my Tannehill play, Ryan Tannehill, who's a Hall of Fame quarterback at this point. He has just been lights out for the Tennessee Titans, reinvigorated that team, who has the best offense in the NFL uh, since some week, I don't know. I heard it on, I don't a Twitter. I think, uh, like his, he's only since, behind Lamar Jackson since, since in he's terms take, of like offensive finish, uh, offensive efficiency. Since he took over at the starting position, which I think is like six or seven weeks. He, yeah, they're only second, yeah, which to is just remarkable. The Ravens, um, and then Robbie Anderson. I'm so happy I held on to him. This was vindicating, dude. Robbie Anderson and Joe Mixon. I was so mad that Joe Mixon was getting Joe so many points. Mixon. Because we talked about how low of a ceiling he had had all year. 
and then he goes and blows up for 26-10. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. Hey, but, I mean, yeah, we can – I want you to give me your take on our kicker defense difference because that, that was the difference. But to to your point, you know, we said when we were previewing this matchup, Saquon Barkley needed to be – to give a number one pick performance, and he didn't. Uh, not even close to it. So right. I lost – not surprised like you said it, it was closer than it ended but uh man uh, i i think i'm happy with with the season i had i know i got lucky but i think i made a lot of really good moves all year i got unlucky with ty hilton never coming back from injury um and just i had a historically bad season streaming defenses so you really did th- that that was a lot of losses for me with people having you know huge defensive performances and i mean i i i just wow i houston 400 um so really disappointing drew lock puts up 38 points i just we all saw saw that coming coming. we all did yeah yeah for sure uh yeah saquon barkley's bad week in week one of the playoffs is the final straw the nail in the coffin to the fact that it was indeed the wrong pick to make. Uh, not that that wasn't obvious, but like I said, one huge week from Saquon, and literally all is forgiven. And not Joe Mixon, the... though, hey, I was right about him. You were, dude. He's he's been very quietly one of the best running backs the second half of the year. Um, so it's that's great for you. No, Jake, I I can't tell you how happy it makes me that my kicker put up twenty one hundred points against you of all people, Jake. I don't think I've had. Why? Why am I happy? Just because you hate yeah. ki- just because you hate kickers so much, oh, and I want I want to piss you off. Kickers, Tommy. Yeah, I, mean, I that's twelve hundred points right there. Our kickers. Oh, I know the difference between that's, a kicker and defense garbage. was the matchup. You your positional players, your offensive players, um, outscored mine, which is, dude, it was a, it's a great swan song for you. It's a it's a heck of a way to go out. No. You put up a good fight. You put up a good fight. A, you had dude, you had I, me I sweating until Monday night. I was so nervous. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That means a lot, but it's not the swan song I wanted, man. <laughs> it's losing because of the kicker and defense. I mean, defense I deserve, so I'm not even pissed off about that. But the the 1,200-point difference between our kickers, I know it, it was 1,900, so it takes a bit more than that. But ugh, Listen, that just dude, grinds young, my gears. Young way dude, when you find a talent like that, a guy that can make all eight of his kicking attempts in one game, four field goals, four extra points, that's, I mean, it takes a real yeah. talent to to spot a How kicker like were that. You, I think you mentioned it, but well, and we should move on because you know the viewers yeah. hate when we talk about ourselves. Just kidding, our producers do. Uh, <laughs> what do you? How pissed are you at yourself for benching Jameis Winston? I'm not. If I could be perfectly honest, Jack, I picked Jameis Winston up a long time ago, and uh, for for the with the intention of playing him in the playoffs in week 15 and 16. Uh, originally it was going to be Tom Brady. That was my week 14 play because he had a, a good matchup against Kansas City. Pivoted from Tom Brady because he was trash. Um, and I, I just, I, I want a good quarterback matchup. Indianapolis had not been that. They were they were 20th. Um, they just Their defense had been pretty solid. They hadn't allowed over 2,000 points to a quarterback since week three. The Giants had allowed over 2,000 to every single quarterback they faced except for two this year, Dwayne Haskins and someone else that's really bad. Uh, But so I was, I always wanted to play a quarterback other than Jameis. I was wrong, clearly. I I did not see this coming against Indianapolis. Um, And I'm hoping now that he can be healthy enough to play next week against Detroit because he right now is my only option. I'm super Another bummed. Another unfortunate thing, Mike yeah. Evans' injury. I'm so bummed. I'm so bummed, dude. He's he's what has made my team so amazing. When he goes yeah. off, that's when I get the 16,000, 17,000-point performances. That's why my season average is so high. He's gotten over yeah. 3,000 three times. He got 4,000 once. He's yeah. been absurd, and to not have that these last two weeks, um, it, it, it extremely lowers my ceiling. I've got DK yeah. Metcalf in his spot instead, and that's... He's going to be good for a thousand, hopefully, but I'm not getting the upside that Mike Evan provides. Um, sure. Well, we can get into that when we talk about your next matchup because yeah. you're in the semifinals, my friend. Congratulations! But on to the uh, on to the next matchup from last week, Tommy. Who else creeped into the semifinals? Dan, 
Dan creeped in despite all Damn. the uh, all the injuries. He easily takes down Scott, thirteen thousand nine hundred eighty six to eleven thousand seven hundred eighteen. Um, this one was never really that close because of what Drew Brees did. My God, Jake, think about how many people pivoted from Drew Brees this week um, in the terrible matchup against San Francisco. The dude throws for three hundred forty nine yards, five touchdowns, and gets a rushing touchdown as well. Four thousand points and when you couple that with the fact that before jared cook went out with injury he caught two passes for 64 yards and two touchdowns it was bad it boy was, breeze dude that's six thousand points from the two of them by the end and obviously not by the end of the first quarter but by the end of the first quarter jared cook had the 2000 and so after those noon games that's six thousand and you Compare that to Scott's 1358 that he got from Cousins, which I think, by the way, we mentioned a little bit of I was nervous about that because of the fact that Detroit might might not be able to score. And if Cousins doesn't need to throw, he's not going to throw. And so that that uh, stream did not work out for Scott. I mean, outside of Breeze and Cook, it was a really mundane week for Dan. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's a juggernaut combination that will win you. 98 percent of matchups I oh mean, yeah oh yeah and will lutz that, with 1500 with all the points they scored i mean those three yeah. from the new orleans <laughs> god bless the saints he should rename his team to the new orleans, to the new orleans <laughs> tyranny new orleans tyrannies or the um, or the dan saints um really clever uh what's most impressive about this maybe not most impressive but dan overcame a lot of adversity I, adam I, thielen with an injury on his bench Le'Veon bell at the bowling alley on his bench um, Once Le'Veon Bell was ruled out, dude, I was nervous for Dan. I, I, I would have not be. I would have changed my pick to Scott at that point. Let me let me rephrase. It's very obvious how you could not be with an opponent like Scott. Oh, I want to I want to clap. I want to give Scott three claps for making that six. No, undeserved. Uh, <laughs> for making it into the playoffs. I mean, the dude fought. <laughs> I mean, he grinded this season. He scratched and clawed. A lot of downs. He scratched, he clawed, and he climbed up the mountain, and he made it to playoff peak. Um, but he was just out of gas. I mean, no other explanation. His team. Um, when you fight that hard for thirteen weeks, Jack, yeah. you're gonna be, you're gonna be on empty. And it's really tough, especially because Scott gets really underwhelming performances from his running backs, and. He's got two pretty monster running back performances on his bench, especially yeah. Raheem Mostert, who Dude. scores twenty three ninety. Tough to have that not in the starting lineup. The good news for Scott is, like, the only decision he was making was at his flex, because let's be serious, you're not gonna not play Alvin Kamara, which obviously was of the, course right. You're gonna play Philip Lindsay. Um, so, I question he, the Lashawn McCoy play a lot. I. Didn't like it against New England, I, but uh, to, against Jake, New I didn't, England, I didn't like Mostert with Breida coming back against a good Saints Rundy. Like That's I would have, I would have played, I would have played Peterson of those three, I think. But I didn't feel good about Peterson either. I mean, they're not good choices, none of them. I, That's uh, fair, I guess. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I, I think I would have confidently played Peterson over McCoy, but. Um, I would have definitely chosen Peterson over McCoy, but at, at that you know at that point it's an eight hundred point difference or nine hundred. Frustrating point difference. for Latavius Murray to outscore his starter, um, Jack. Really, he, really unfortunate. Alvin Kamara ended up being a massive bust. I mean, with this yeah. performance in the playoffs, he's officially yeah. a huge bust, along with Saquon. Yeah, and I really, I just cannot thank you guys enough. Um, it's it's <laughs> whatever, really... dude. Yeah, you are so lucky Scott and I drafted before you. I know. Um, all right, we'll talk <laughs> I'll never more forget about, it. about Dan's team in the next matchup. But, uh, you know, Scott, like Scott, I don't know. Scott, he had a good season. It was really impressive. I mean, Kirk Cousins was a good he pickup. Had... I like that. Uh, a little underwhelming against Detroit with only 1358. But Chris Godwin was a stud. Most of the season, Allen Robinson, ups and downs with Mitch Trubisky as his quarterback, but so much talent there. And then Scary Terry was a great uh, waiver wire pickup. Um, I, you know, Scott did what he could. Uh, made some questionable start-sit decisions throughout the season, but I think, <laughs> I think he'll come back stronger than ever. He, he, he 
he balks a lot about, oh, I'm never going to play fantasy again, but he's he's a tried and true fantasy player. He'll never give it up. It's like a drug, and he loves the pain. He lives for it. Um, Scott, rest up. Come back stronger, man. The curse is real, but we can fight it together. The league is behind you. <laughs> yeah, congrats on a well-fought season, Scott. Uh, impressive that you made the playoffs after the, after the start you had. I thought I buried you in that week. I beat you with that RIP Scott week. Um, but you came back, you fought, you made it. You didn't get enough from your team this week. You needed your studs to perform better, especially Chris Godwin. Um, I want to apologize for the giving you crap about the Hunter Henry pick. He's ended up, since he got healthy, being one of the best tight ends in the league, certainly far better than Evan Ingram and O.J. Howard, which you were criticized for taking Hunter Henry over them. Um, just wanted to give you a little nod there because it ended up being a really great pick and hold to keep, to hold on to Hunter Henry. Um, and let's not forget, Scott, he, he battled many injuries. Kamara went down a few weeks. He lost on Johnson for the year. Um, so it, it he fought, he came back from that. He fought hard and just fizzled out at the end. Nothing to be ashamed of. Congrats, Dan. We will uh, we'll get into your team in just a moment. All right, the last matchup, the of last the quarterfinals matchup, and the matchup with the most intrigue. To be honest, um, Jake, this was really really tight. I thought it would be. Um, we got Kyle taking down Drew thirteen thousand six hundred twenty four. Wait, your... can, sorry, can you pause really quick? I I want to completely interrupt you to point out that you chose the correct pick you chose yourself winning the matchup over me um i believe i selected dan's team and you selected scott's team right absolutely not i selected dan's team and you initially uh were we said that dan would lose but then you realized he was playing scott so you picked dan uh we both ended up picking dan we both ended up picking oh yeah louis so we got that wrong and then you picked Kyle and I picked Drew just to be contrarian, but I didn't. Oh. I did admit that so we tied. Overall, we tied. We did, and it was right. uh, it was good, honestly good bad by both score. of us. So um, <laughs> good two to two score. So Kyle takes hey, it down. It is it is very comparable to all the like NFL analysts who make picks. That's, Their records are atrocious. Yeah. Well, all the analysts they have are terrible, and they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Rex Ryan is like two and sixteen. It's like why are you making? Why does he get a vote? Uh, Jack, I am trying to say the score, so please do not interrupt me again. Oh, can it? Kyle took down Drew 13,624 to 12,642. <clears throat> and again, it's a 1,000-point victory, which isn't that close, but it was even closer than this. Kyle and Drew were both done after the 3 o'clock games, the afternoon games, the 1 o'clock games to you out in the Pacific, um, middle of the Pacific Ocean where you live. Uh, Jack... <laughs> It was such a well-fought week for both teams. We, we should have opened up screaming about how bad injuries were this week. We talked about yeah. how Louie had multiple players go down. I had a player go down. Dan had a player go down. Drew had multiple players go down. Kyle had a player go down. This is all mid-game stuff, too, which sucks so hard. Um, yeah, Devontae Parker brutal. went out with a concussion with only 380 points coming off of a massive week you gotta think he would have scored at least another thousand um but kyle lost really unfortunate kyle lost guys who ran for 42 yards in like the first quarter against green bay before going out Mm. so there's some points there that are missed out on derrick henry missed some time he ends up with an amazing performance of 23 40 but he missed some time he had to go back to the locker room for something Calvin Ridley is out for the season. He had an abdominal injury. That was late, so Calvin Ridley at least was still able to put up sixteen ten. The abdomens of wide receivers in the NFL this season. I don't Am know. I, have I been paying more attention, or are, are there an absurd amount of like hernia, abdomen, like weird injuries this season? I th- I think it's been more than more than in recent seasons. Uh, I remember uh, Geronimo Allison had a, one of this like a similar abdomen injury last year. It's like a core muscle that that like tears or something that needs like, I mean, Deshaun Jackson, OBJ. Yeah. Oh yeah. That I, I came can't... out late, huh? We find out at the end yeah. of the year, OBJ's, well, OBJ's been playing knows. with a hernia all year. You never know what to believe coming out of Cleveland, but that's a whole nother podcast. Let's talk Cleveland Browns <laughs> tune in. That's part of the Patreon. Um, so Jack, Tommy, what... let me talk about Kyle's team because I've been up on Kyle's team. Uh, uh, and I know you're not done with Drew's team yet, but I just want to point out, the, the key to Kyle's team 
and what we've really been just timid to say all season is is the Chargers backfield. And Austin Eckler is just straight up a top 10 guy this season. I mean, no questions asked. He's been unbelievable. Um, and he, he, he shows up along with Melvin Gordon, who got 1690. Austin Eckler puts up 2930. That's, that's hard to overcome if you're, if you're Drew. Um, but he almost did. Another big difference is in similar to our matchup, the kicker and defense position. Kyle's kicker puts up 1500. And his defense puts up 800 compared to Drew, who puts up 400 off the foot of Josh Lambeau, Jacksonville's kicker, and 500 with the Bears' defense, who beat the Cowboys, but their defense did not do it. Surprisingly, it was their offense scoring 31 points, but giving up 24 points to Dak Prescott and the Cowboys' offense. That's the that's a big difference there. Um, at the running back position and at the kicker defense, hard to overcome, but Drew tried. Travis Kelsey showed up. Um, I don't know, Tommy. I mean, you think? Do you think it was injuries here? Like, I, I Devonte Parker could have easily gotten more than thirteen eighty if he stays in that whole game, and that gets through the matchup. Uh, yeah, three more than three eighty. Uh, yeah, you are. You're, well, but I mean, if he I, gets thirteen eighty, it's gotcha. tied. I gotcha. Yeah, that was because it was a thousand point difference. Gotcha. I, I was. I was. I was not following that uh, properly. It was a leap. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was my bad. That was probably a leap. The uh, listeners uh, have no idea what I'm talking about. So <laughs> that's very true. They can't see the numbers I'm looking at. Yeah. Um, no. I, it's because, like I said, because it, it's you never know. I, I think Devontae Parker would have outscored Darius Geis by a decent amount. But it's so hard to say. Darius Geis was looking good before he went down. Poor, poor guy, by the way. Darius Geis uh, really sucks for him. Um, his knees don't want him, allow him to play football. But Jake, what it really comes down to is Austin Eckler won this matchup for Kyle. Uh, it's really evenly spread out uh, the rest of the way. He caught an 89-yard touchdown pass to open up that second half against the Jags, and that is what really sealed the deal for Drew. He almost came back. He got a Travis Kelsey touchdown. Derrick Henry came back into the game. It looked like between Henry and Kelsey, as long as Gordon and Eckler were done because uh, the, Ram- the Rams, the L.A. Chargers were so far ahead that they weren't using them much anymore. It looked like Kelsey and Henry might be able to make a push, but then Kelsey fumbled and he didn't get any touchdowns. So you see the result that you see. But it was, it was Eckler. And Eckler, like you said, it looked like he was going to trail off a little bit when Gordon came because he... He kind of dipped down a little bit because he was he was massive before Gordon came back, and then he dipped down. But he's been slowly coming back, and this is just you can't you can't ask for anything more in the first week of the playoffs. I mean, it's just it's tremendous and, and completely what won him the week. It was the it was the difference in the in the matchup to me. Congrats to Michael Thomas and a truly incredible oh, fantasy football season. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Drew real quick. Drew, really well-fought season. You yeah. end up with the number one wide receiver in the league. And now Derrick Henry, after week 14, is the number three running back, only behind Christian Drew, McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. And Drew Jack had a really good draft. Yes. So, Jack, I needed to say this because I, – did I mention that I recorded a little bit the other day uh, just in case we weren't able to record? So I mentioned, yeah. I, I talked about this in the, in the other recording. So now I'm trying to remember what I've said then and what I haven't said yet. But – when the draft was done, Yahoo—you know—they come out with their projected rankings or their projected um, like results, the projected standings, yeah. and they they predict every matchup. So, I don't know if you remember this, but I remember it very vividly. Yahoo's projection system projected Drew to go zero and thirteen after the draft. One of the most savage things I've ever seen. Yahoo, dude. <laughs> that is that is incredibly savage. <laughs> so shout out to him for going eight and five, and ending up having yeah. one of the better teams. Uh, his draft was amazing. He he nailed it. Screw you, Yahoo yeah. algorithm. He nailed it with Michael Thomas and Derrick Henry. Uh, we don't agree with taking tight ends early, but Travis Kelsey's been great all year. Or fine, all, you know, a good tight end all year. And then he listen. Calvin Ridley was better more often than not. Matt Ryan was pretty yeah. consistent. Um, and he worked the waiver wire, and it was a good season from him. It really was. Yeah. 
Uh, Kyle leaving points on his bench with Zach Pascal getting 1790 and Jimmy Garoppolo getting 2906. Very smart of Kyle not to play Sony Michelle. I thought that was a great sit. Shout out um, to Sony Michelle, dude. That guy sucks so bad. Yeah. Yeah, he officially sucks. That's a really good way of putting it. Kareem Hunt actually putting up 1380 on Kyle's bench. Can't blame him for not playing him. But uh, yeah, kicking with Thicken. Kyle's team is on to the semifinals and, and well-deserved. Yeah, yeah, it is It is well-deserved. Great week from Kyle's team. Um, and honestly, a little bit of a spoiler alert here, I think Geis going down might end up being a blessing in disguise um, because obviously he's not going to play Sony Michelle, and now he doesn't have to think about playing Geis, so he's got his three running backs that he's going to play, and he won't have to. Then you're not worried about leaving points on your bench, which I is something I hate to do. So, um, But yeah. Great game, great matchup. Congrats, Kyle. Drew, congrats on a good season. Um, way to stick it to Yahoo and, and take that 0-13 and shove it up there. You know what's. Um, All right, on to the semis, TJ. Jack, there's four of us left, and I feel an immense amount of pressure on my shoulders right now. Um, I cannot let any of these three scumbags win the championship, okay? <laughs> it is on me now. It. Sorry. What do you go ahead? I'm I'm done. You're good. Oh, it <clears throat> it is hurting me that you and Dan are in this playing against each other in the semis. Uh, I really. I wish it Space was off in the championship. Right. I wish it was reseeded, um, based on seeds. There is a there is an option bracket. for that, but that's not how. I know that's not how. Like you know brackets work but it is actually in the um the the nfl does receding don't they i would vote for that i don't know i would be in favor of that because you just you you want to give the eighth seed a disadvantage they're the eighth seed dad had a not great season right right um yeah he should be at a disadvantage in the playoffs he should he should have to play me that's fair he should yeah or Or dan Dan. i mean the two seed yeah he would play dan you would play kyle um um but uh one but more, yeah. one more stat for you before we move on to these matchups. Um, <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna hate this. Uh, so, it's about Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, and oh Alvin Kamara. What are um, you, you serious with this? I am. Scott, I got. I have. Out. I have to rub volume, it in your Scott. guys' faces. You guys, listen. Last shot. Turn down the volume and count to twenty-five. Last year, hey, last year I drafted Le'Veon Bell, who didn't play a game, okay? So at least you guys didn't do that. Um, Christian McCaffrey score has scored 33,000 points this year, um, which is 5,000 more points than <laughs> Alvin Kamara and Saquon Barkley combined. Come on, man. How Seriously? ridiculous is that? That's that's tough to swallow. That's tough to swallow. Oh, okay. Which semifinal matchup do we want to start with? <laughs> let's let's st- start with the let's start with the tr- the trash yeah matchup. The trash pile at uh, the bottom. Kicking with Thicken, taking down cease to breathe. The five seed against the eight seed. Two upsets. I think you said taking down. Let's make sure that he means taking on. Taking on. Either way, same phrase. Um, yeah, I mean Tommy. You want to just start off with who we think is who we think's going on? I mean, I I gotta be rooting for Kyle here. He's been he's been sort of I've been a Kyle truther all season. Yeah, and I think his team will show up again. Yahoo's projecting Lou, Big Lou, father, dad, to take the W, but I see Kyle's team proving me right as always and going on to the championship. Kyle has a very big decision to make at the quarterback position. Um, I don't know who he's going to play. Obviously, it was a bad matchup for Garoppolo, but now it's a good matchup for Garoppolo, and Garoppolo's been, much to my chagrin, on fire. Um, Just been, I, well, I guess on fire is not, he's been up and down is what he's been. He's had three tremendous weeks, though, in the last six. Um, But he's had some really down weeks as well, so... It's it's Atlanta. I don't know. What do you think? It's a great matchup against Atlanta, but San Francisco could win nine hundred to nothing and have four rush four hundred rushing touchdowns and 
Garoppolo is not going to need to do anything. So that's a very interesting decision. I'm not going to try and sway Kyle either way. That's something that's a mistake or non-mistake that he's got to make on his own. Uh, outside of that, I think his lineup's pretty set. I can't imagine he would plug in Juju Smith-Schuster in his first week back against Tredavious White. That doesn't seem very smart. Um, I don't know if he would plug Zach Pascal in. I know he's not playing Sony Michelle, so Kyle's got some good matchups, but he's also got some bad matchups. Jake, I don't like Julio Jones in San Francisco. Julio Jones, I think we need to call Julio Jones a bust because he's not. He's been fine, but you draft him just in the first round. Yeah. So, I mean, Jake, he doesn't have a touchdown since week three. Yeah, that's brutal. It's so that's bad. Brutal. And I, I will say, uh, because, you know, I, I give the people what they want and they're dying to know, I I would play Jimmy Garoppolo if I were Kyle, hands down. Uh, love that matchup against Atlanta. I think I think, I think Jimmy G's going to have a monster game. See, Jack, here's the thing is I think it's, to me, it's it's like the matchup Kyle ha- or Scott had with Kirk Cousins against Detroit. Yeah, Detroit's been awful against the pass. Just absolutely terrible. They get shredded. But what happens when you don't need to throw? When your defense is good and your running game is good and the other team is not good enough to put up points? Is Atlanta going to be good enough to put up points against San Francisco to make Jimmy Garoppolo have to throw the ball a lot? Yeah. I just, I'm I, I'm looking at Dad's team and he just, the man has no respect <laughs> for this league. He's got <laughs> three he's defenses. Got an empty, he's got an empty bench spot. And he has two defenses on his bench, as well as a starting defense. So he's rostering only James Washington as a bench role player. Absolute, I mean, the man absolutely has no respect. zero respect for this fantasy football league. Um, uh, that's a great point. Three defenses. Dude. I mean, I think Philadelphia is the right play. I just don't know why he has Minnesota, who's going against the Chargers, and Seattle, who's going against the Panthers, on his defense. I mean... They're both decent plays, I guess, but I like Philadelphia going up against the Redskins, who are an awful offense. Are you um, are you talking about the same Philadelphia team that just got torched by a reincarnated Eli Manning? The Redskins are far and away the worst offense of those three Dwayne, teams. Dwayne Haskins is so bad. It's hard to not play the defense again. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what I did. I played the the, the Packers yeah. because they were playing Dwayne Haskins. That's what I did this last week. So uh, I just I don't want to play defense against the Chargers, period. Here's a question. For the most part. Is Kyle sticking with Dallas against the Rams, who have looked much no, better? No, not if I were him. Not if I were him. I mean, I hope he does. Not I hope he does, but that would be a Jack-like stream. I, I, I would not recommend that. Um, um, Jack, so my concerns for Kyle, well, I do like, I mean, he's well, put together a solid roster. Yeah. And but we can't talk about dad's team because there's no decisions to be made. <laughs> Hold on. We, that's true. That's actually true. He, I mean, he's sticking with, but I mean, there's not really, a, no. yeah, there's not a decision to make. He's not playing James Washington. Um, no, but not. so I don't like Julio Jones to have a good game. I don't think this is the week Julio Jones get back, gets back in the end zone. Jarvis no, Land against the Niners defense. Jarvis Landry could go bonkers against Arizona. Um, what do you? Th- what's your take on Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler against the Vikings? It's at home at least, but they're they're pretty solid against the run. Not, that, I mean, he's playing both. You're not. Don't even think about sitting Austin Eckler. Um, yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's what it's the conversation we've been having every week. But it's like, duh, you play both of them, no brainer. Doesn't it, they're, they're matchup proof? They are. It's a it's a little concerning. Um, it, no, it's certainly concerning, but it's not more, a more start for, sit decision. More for Melvin Gordon than for Austin Eckler because I, if they're getting housed, uh, Eckler should be involved in the passing game. Gordon just yeah. might not get a lot of carries. But Kareem, I like. Wonder his name is in the team name, so you gotta wonder. If Kyle will have loyalty to Sam Ficken, tough matchup against Baltimore on Thursday night. It is, dude. I what I want to know is if 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 he changes his team name to Sticken with Ficken, then we'll know for sure that um, he'll be All keeping right, him let in the there. People know or kicking Ficken to free take, take out take out the wet take out the whiff, just straight kicking him to the curb. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know, Jack. I see a lot. Kyle had a great week, 13-6. Um, it's not not a lot of teams go back-to-back 13,000-point weeks often. Um, 
we could be seeing a, a lower scoring matchup here against these two. I don't like like Austin Hooper. I guess if 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 Matt Ryan has to lean on him a lot, he'll get at least get a lot of targets. But he wasn't great in his first week back, and it's not great to have to go up against this awesome San Francisco uh, team in San Francisco. That Atlanta could get routed pretty quick. Um, so having yeah. two of those, I, I, not that he should switch because he shouldn't pivot. They're like, there's no way you're pivoting from Julio Jones or Austin Hooper, but having both of them in this matchup scares yeah. me. Um, hey, if I'm if I'm dad though, I'm I'm fighting for a championship, and I'm gonna be if I'm doing it, I'm gonna be doing it on the back of three guys, the conjoined back of three people, <laughs> Mark Ingram, Baltimore running back. He needs to have a big game against the Jets on Thursday night, and he could, um, especially with Lamar Jackson not feeling 100% with his injury. He could be leaning on Mark Ingram a little bit more. Oh, for sure. George Kittle going against the Falcons. Yup. Uh, he, he needs to grab a tutty in about a hundo. Um, and then A.J. Brown. Will he stay in the flames going up against Houston? Will Ryan Tana thrill, thrill again? I think if Dad moves on to the championship, he's going to need – all-star superstar performances from all three of those guys yeah they're conjoined back i think i think you're right about that um no that's there's a that's it's great to point out the three of them they all have great matchups um i really like the aj brown pickup um i'm looking at the guys that have been consistent recently though like like can michael gallup keep getting it done devin singletary's got a tough week but he's had multiple tough weeks and the volume you just can't you can't argue with it um He's getting the volume. He's getting the work in the receiving game. I think he'll be fine. I think he's got a floor of like a thousand. So, obviously, not even considering not playing him. But and then Robert Woods, what does Robert Woods do? Does he continue? He I mean, his, his target share has been absurd uh, since they've switched things up and uh, they've been running a little bit of a different offense. Um, they were running a bunch of two tight end sets in that game against Seattle. I'll be interested to see if that continues um, in the game against Dallas. But I, I like. I look at Dad's team, Jack, and the way that his players have been playing. I really like his chance to win this week. I, I do. Right. I think well, it's. We got a split decision. You're going. Oh, yeah, I'll go with Dad if you go with Kyle. I'll you're going go with, with Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Look, Robert Woods has been on fire. Prescott's been pretty amazing all year. I don't think that'll change against uh, at home like against it. the Rams. Uh, you couple that with Gallup, uh, if he could get in the end zone. That here's, dude. This happened. Now Dad has Gallup. I think it happened when Kyle had Cooper and I had Gallup. And Kyle and I played each other. And I'm pretty sure I – or maybe it was when Kyle – no, Kyle and Dad played each other. Gallup got 1930 in Detroit and Cooper got 530. Kyle's going to need to win that. He needs big things from Mari Cooper, uh, I think, to make up for what will be down games for Julio Jones and, and Austin Hooper. Um, so that that's something I'll look at. Uh, Gallup versus Cooper. I think that'll be interesting. Um, yeah, it should be. A, this should be a close one. I think this will be a close one. I think they'll both get right around twelve thousand. I think the projections are pretty good. All right. Well, we'll see. Will Tommy be right? Will Big Lou go to the ship, or will Kyle be right? Will <laughs> Will Jack go to the ship? Uh, <laughs> no. Will Jack be right? Will Kyle go to the ship? Fifty-four percent chance to Dad. Forty-six percent chance to Kyle, according to Yahoo's garbage algorithm. Tommy, the other semifinal, you versus Dan. A little bit more lopsided. Yahoo's got you projected to win that matchup a 69% chance. Giggity, giggity. Family show, watch out. Uh, 31% chance for Dan. Uh, Dan's projected to score 12,012 points, and you are projected to score number one on the week, a monstrous 14,421 points. The garbage algorithm likes your chances. I'll uh, I'll ask you off the bat, how do you like your chances and 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 why? I'll say one thing, I think you will move on to the championship, and I think it will be on the back of Chris. Drive me, I'm a Carson, because he is a car. That man is Rashad Penny. See ya. Off to the injury waiver wire. Sad, not good. Health is important, but. Chris, drive me, I'm a car, Sin, has an opportunity to take you to the championship. He's going to get two tutties. Calling it now. Dude, I could not be more excited for Chris Carson's matchup against Carolina with Rashad Penny 
getting injured. I mean, just dude, you're talking the volume he's going to get. He should see 20 carries easy. He should see 20 carries easy. Yeah. Um, I expect Seattle to be in control of this game. Carolina has been just so bad against the run, especially lately. They're like in full collapse mode right now. Kyle Allen's been terrible. Um, Dude, what a fun game for you to watch. Chris Carson versus I Christian am going McCaffrey. to be glued <clears throat> to that dude and DK Metcalf as well. Yeah, That'll... just as the cherry on top. Yeah, here's that's uh... truly going to be a <laughs> magical viewing time for you. Hopefully, hopefully it's not terrible somehow. Uh, no, I'm. I will take. Obviously, I like my chances. Um, what really, really scares me is New England going up against Cincinnati. Uh, all of Dan's big weeks. Uh, save this last one where Drew Brees was the reason he had such a big week. But you look at all of his big weeks at the beginning of the year, which is really where he really put up most of his points, was when New England was on fire and just destroying the absolute trash teams they were playing. Here is a trash team in Cincinnati. Now, there's some hope because they've looked better in the two weeks that Andy Dalton has been back. But talk about a juicy matchup for a defense and a team that it will be looking to prove themselves after two bad yeah. losses. Yeah, um, and you learned your lesson. You'll be playing Jameis Winston. Yeah, assuming he goes through the week fine, uh, and he has yet to grip a ball in practice, so that'll be a big uh, that'll be a big thing that he'll have to do if he's going to want to play. <laughs> that's, that's important. He's got a fractured uh, thumb in his throwing hand, so I'll be monitoring. The that. biggest question of the day: Are you sticking with your Week One playoff matchup savior? Why coup? Or are you going to pivot with him going up against a tough Niners defense? I would never pivot from Young Way Koo, dude. This guy is the lifeblood that that really pushes my team to, to I've greatness. heard he's a huge locker room guy. He's a big locker room guy. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's scary and like... But I don't know how. How are how how have he and the San Francisco 49ers defense been interacting in your locker room this week? Because <laughs> that's... It's tough to be facing each other, but you're also, you know, on the same team. It's been a lot of trash talk, I'm going to be honest. But, Jack, <laughs> since since Young Way Kubi came the kicker for the Falcons, uh, he's got at least two field goals in every game. 1,900, 1,200, 1,300, 1,000, and 2,100 are his point totals since the bye week since he took over for Matt Bryant. I don't know how I pivot from him at this point. I get it. It's technically a tough matchup, but look what Will Lutz just did. Obviously, the Falcons are not the, the the Saints offensively, but all I need is the the Falcons to early on in the game get into field goal range twice, and I'll be happy. Um, I'll be I'll be sticking. I with love them. your dedication to the Buccaneers wide receiving core, dude. I got I got three of them. I'm looking up to pick a fourth. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna see who becomes more of the uh, the Evans uh, replacement this week. And then hopefully I can I can start whoever shows up this week in another good matchup against Houston next week. So that's my plan there. But I won't be playing Hollywood Brown. Uh, just it feels like an unnecessary risk. Uh, Lamar's Darren the Walrus Waller is a stud for you. He's been a stud all season. Obviously you're locked and loaded to play him. Marquise Brown, you gotta be you gotta be disappointed about your lack of utilization of him late in the season. Yep, I got I got one good week from him um, four or five weeks ago and. And then he, he did really bad against Houston, and I haven't played him since. Uh, he had a good week against the Rams, but I didn't start him. I, 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 I'm I not starting him. Uh, I don't think they'll have to throw much in this game. Uh, and he's obviously got big play potential. He could go off, but I am not risking a literally 100-point performance. Uh, it was what he could get. So um, it's going to be the lineup you see unless – here's the other thing is I'm – Miles Sanders scares me a little bit. Uh, with Boston Scott playing so well, and I got to see what the status is with Jordan Howard. If Jordan Howard misses another game, I will play Miles Sanders with confidence. But if Jordan Howard is back and Boston Scott has been taking more carries, there may not be enough carries to go around. Uh, that would make me nervous. But the the team you see right now is the team you're going to get on Sunday unless something changes uh, due to injury. Um like I said, it makes me nervous. I was so looking forward to having Mike Evans in this matchup against Detroit. Uh, Going to need DK Metcalf to get it done. He's been solid as a rock. He's been pretty consistent. I'd love to see a thousand from him this week. Um, Adelman's listed as questionable, but I'm sure he's going to play. He's been one of my best draft picks, one of my best players all year. So I'm hoping I can get a lot from Edelman. 
really worried about Devonte Adams, and I guess that's 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 about it for my team. I need Devonte Adams to be big in order for that trade to have been worth it. Uh, that I traded Louis Gallup and Singletary. So um, Dan's gonna give you a hell of a time, man. Drew Brees looking to stay in the flames on Monday night. That's gonna be a stressful watch for you, my friend. I dude, I was looking at that Drew Brees, and if Jared Cook plays and Will Lutz, he's got three guys going on Monday. I mean, what kind of lead do I want? What's a safe lead? There's, um, there's, there's no safe lead. I mean, <laughs> seven grand. It's really scary. Literally, literally. I would want yeah. to be to think that I have a shot if all three of those guys play. I'm interested to see what Cook's status will be with his concussion. Yeah. Um, but you if, would want I, a four thousand point I was gonna, lead easily. I was going to say I, I will want a six thousand point lead. I will want yeah. a six thousand yeah. point lead to, to feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, DJ Moore's been great. Uh, his big play potential, although Kyle Allen has sucked, so that's better for me. Um, but it really hasn't been any kind of detriment to DJ Moore. Uh, he's got six weeks in a row of over a thousand with that big boom week against New Orleans with two tutties and 126 yards. Uh, he's been great, so I don't like that. Seattle secondary hasn't been great. I do love Tyler Boyd against New England. Uh, I think you got to play him if you're Dan, but uh, he, he's been good since Dalton got back. But I don't know if they're going to be able to move the ball against New England in that no, game. No, it's, it's New England, and, and Dan's got New England's defense as well going up against the Bengals, which is it, it could be a pretty monstrous performance, especially with the insider tips they've gotten from spying on the sideline with a video camera. Okay. Why do the Patriots keep hey, doing hey, this? Hey, 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 hey. Slander. Did you, hearsay. <laughs> did you not hear no, that? I know. It was no, a, I know. Dude, I know. It is an independent recording company that the team has – Listen, hey, no affiliation. You know they didn't. They were unaware that they were there. They don't know what yeah. they were doing. Yeah, absolutely. Although, no, I mean it's. I. Here's the thing. Why, why, why would if whether you I believe New England because why would they need to cheat against the Bengals? Why yeah, would you, you be risking? Why Bengals would you be risking practice. that against the Bengals? No, you don't need to. If that's true, then Bill Belichick is true. I must have Bill Simmons. Bill Belichick is truly the most arrogant man on the planet. Um, yeah, they're they could be playing mind games with the whole league. Um, that's an original thought from my head. But okay, anyways, here's here's the thing, Dan. He's going to be rolling with Leonard Fournette against Oakland. Yep. That's a really juicy matchup. Yep, that Scar- could be huge. scared about that for sure. Um, Sterling Shepard. He was outshined by Darius Slayton last week, but I do like Sterling Shepard no, going up against the Dolphins. I think he could surprise uh, with a with a huge performance there, catching one of those Darius Slayton like balls. Uh, Eli Manning looked <laughs> looked massive against that that uh, garbage Eagles defense Dude, that I so suggested Dad continue to play. Um, but yeah, Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he's going up against Baltimore. Tough defense Thursday night, but you, Dan will need a touchdown from him. Um, it's going to come down to I just I don't see Dan overcoming your your running back performances. He's going to need huge performances from Fournette and Bell if he if he's going to keep his team in this thing. Yeah, Jake. It's uh, hopefully my team will will perform to standard. I I really like some of my matchups. So I do think Dan is going to have to put up some points uh, in order to beat me, probably over 13,000. Um, but anything can happen. Obviously, Louis just had an 11,800-point week, so uh, and my team is much <clears throat> much more uh, beatable than his team. Uh, so I think, I think what it will hinge on, whether or not he's got a real shot going into Monday night, is, like you mentioned, he's, his running backs will have to perform big. But I think more importantly is, and the big X factor is New England, because New England could literally have a 4,000-point week against Cincinnati, and I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so if I get away with them only, I, I will literally be happy with a 2,000-point performance. I'll even be, I will, <laughs> I won't be upset with a 2,500-point performance, because just, I think the potential there for them is just sky high. Um, and I'm excited I think Le'Veon Bell could have a bad game, and I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, Baltimore's defense has been so good; game could get pretty lopsided. Although he could get a lot of work in the receiving game, little short passes. So, all right, I'm going to take you. You should take Dan, just to just to hedge. You know, 
so that I'll feel good if I get the pick right, yeah. even though I lost. Exactly. <laughs> That's basically as good as getting to the championship. Smart. Beating your beating your little bro in a That's in a betting match. Tr- That's true. That's very true. Um, I'm gonna go with my team though, um, because if I get <laughs> if I get the other pick right, I'll beat you. Um, oh, okay. All right. You're that confident, huh? You're not gonna hedge. Not gonna hedge. Not gonna hedge. I'm. I'm. Right. I'm nervous though. I'm nervous about facing Dan. His his team's got the potential. Um, Dan the man. Good luck. You've earned this spot. You really have. Um, like I said, wish you and Dan weren't playing each other in the semis because I think you you are far and away the two best teams left. No disrespect to Kyle's team. Disrespect to Dad's team. But uh, <laughs> I just think I just think you and Dan are. The superior teams, and it's a it's a really tough semifinal matchup for both of you. It's going to be gritty. I expect you know something in the ballpark of fourteen thousand to thirteen five. You know, I think it could have, I think it could be a really high scoring close matchup, and I'm excited to see it. Best of luck to you. Best of luck to Dan, and uh, best of luck to Father Lou as well as Kyle in the other semifinal, and then. Good luck to me and and Scott in the in the tertiary matchups. I was gonna say don't um, don't be sleeping on that consolation bracket, man. We got two big matchups yeah. down there. Absolutely, absolutely. Don't sleep on it. Uh, Do not sleep the, on the it. The two the two brothers, Drew and uh, Louis, will be taking each other on. Um, and hey, there is pride to fight for. Bros. You could you're fighting for fifth place between the four of you. And like I said, oh Louis, absolutely, Louis, no, will be... you do not want to end up on the bottom of the playoff barrel. No, absolutely not. Um, and like I said, Louis will be yeah. fighting for that diamond. Um, so good luck to him. He's got to put up a lot of points. Good luck to everyone in the semifinals. Um, although best of luck to me, obviously hoping to take down Dan and then, uh, eventually take down whoever I face there. But dude, feels good to be back in the All semifinals. Right, Absolutely. Great episode. Sorry. We ran a little long. Boom. Ching. Um, yeah. Love you, TJ. Any last words? Otherwise, I will sing us off. Good luck, everybody. Hey, this is only like an hour, hour, five-minute episode. That's pretty good for us. Um, All right. Yeah, send us off, dude. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, And we will see you next week when we discuss the results and the finals matchup. Oh, my goodness. All right. Later. Subscribe to our Patreon. Let's talk fantasy football. All right. Oh, damn it. Oh, damn it. I'm stopping recording. All right, I'm stopping recording.